0: All right, so today's daf is daf chav ches, and we are up to chav ches omar aleph. We are up to venema lay Okay, this is venema lehu, which is changed to venema Lay. It's at the end of the line, it's eight lines from the top of the omar. All right, so we're about to ask a question What's the shaila? What are we dealing with? So, listen to this. Let's get our heads back in the game. There's a fascinating, fascinating shaila. Rabbi Yechanan had an opinion that. In the, in the case of our perek, where there were four brothers, two of the brothers were married to two sisters and they died. So now each sister has a problem. Why? You can't do yibam on either sister, because if any woman you look at, she is the sister of a woman who is zakuk to you. Therefore, the Mishnah said, do Khalitza on both. Do chalitza on on these two sisters and shalom al Yisrael. Now listen to this. Rabbi Yechanan, explaining a briser, Rabbi Yechanan had said that when two widows fall to you, two sisters, so after the fact, after they fall to you, if the second sister to fall, the second sister to become a widow, were to then die... Before Chalitza was done, you can actually do yibum on sister number one. Why? Because her problem is no longer there. What was her problem? She's the sister of a woman who was Zakkuk to you. But now that second woman who was Zakkuk to you is not around. So she, there's no Zika anymore. So you might as well, says Rabbi Echenon, do yibum on, on widow number one. However, Rabbi Echenon says, listen to this. Let's say after the two sisters fell to you and Yibum, sister number one, the first sister to become a widow, died. You cannot do Yibum on sister number two. You know why? Because as soon as sister number two became a widow, there was a pre-existing condition of her sister was already zokok to me. You understand? Let's repeat. Let's repeat. When the first widow fell to Levi and Yibum, that minute she was fine. Five minutes later, her sister became a widow. Now there's a problem. Uh, that's where our Mishnah says, you got to do chalitza on both. Now, if the second sister were to die, then you could retake your status with sister number one and be okay. She originally was okay, and now she's okay again. However, let's say sister number one died so sister number two, I cannot do Yibam 2. I, the problem's no longer there. Yes it is. Because sister number two, the moment she became a Yavama, guess what? There was an intrinsic problem. At the moment that she became Yavama, there was a pre-existing condition. Therefore she never attained the status of being fit for the Yavam. And even if her sister were to pass away, you need to do Khalits on her. That was the opinion of Rabbi Eichina. Now... We challenged Rabbi Biqna by saying Rabbi'hana one second. Reganahag, slow down, driver. Right? Why? Hold up. What did our Mishnah say? Two sisters fall in Yibum. What is the options? Only do Khalitza and don't do yibum. You Rabiachnan. I don't understand you. I don't understand you. You don't fit with our Mishnah. Right? Because you're of the opinion that actually there is still a possibility of Yibum. That was our challenge on Rabichna. You know Rabbi Eichner answered. The Mishnah's wrong. The Mishnah's is yeah, we, we don't follow the Mishnah. Okay, his his uh, exact words were on the bottom of Chav Zion. Um, his uh, exact words were on Chav and Amud Beis. Achoyos bottom of Chav Zion Amud Beis. Achoyos this case of the sisters. Any idea of Mishnah? Mishnah? I don't know who taught this Mishnah. Okay, meaning I'm not relying on this Mishnah. I'm not following the Mishnah. That was Rabbi Yechim's response. response. No, he has to kind of do away with it in order to save his skin. And that's where we pick up now. And the Gemara is trying to figure out why Rabbi Yechim had to go so far as, to say, as in order to save his skin. He had to say, you know, we don't Paschum like that Mishnah. The Gemara is going to offer now... Continue to offer a few different challenges that Rabbi Echenen could have responded to by saying, you know, actually, I work very well with the Mishnah. How so? So here we go. The name Malay. Why didn't Rabbi Echenen respond instead? He should have said, you know, Gezerah. The reason why in our Mishnah we say, um, uh, uh, we say that you need to do Chalitza on both, is because of a decree. Why don't we say? That um, I'm sorry. let him say, Why doesn't he say, listen, the case of the Mishnah is where both sisters fell in the same exact moment. They became widows. Therefore there was no first and no second. And that's why you gotta do Khalits on both in our Mishnah. It would have been a good territory. Because in the opinion of you can have a possibility of Two brothers, mamish, taking their last breath at the same exact time. Now Rabbi Eichna would agree that if, if both widows fall in the same split second, you can't do Yibamon either. And that would fit very well with the Mishnah. Why didn't he say that's the case of the Mishnah? says, Because you don't have a Stam Tana that's following Rabbi Echon. So Rabbi Echon didn't want to go so far. You don't find Rabbi Echon ever being the anonymous Mishnah. Okay? Uh, so why didn't Rabbi Re- Echanan say, V'neim alei, de-lay adin hein Maybe he should have given us a case in the Mishnah where we just didn't know which one was widow number one. Okay? Maybe in Echanan, the brothers didn't die at the same time. But they died in the same accident. They died in a boning accident. Whatever it was, we don't know who really died first. And that's why the Mishnah says Khalid <laughs> on both. But in a different case, Rabbi should have said, maybe the Mishnah would agree with me. Says, the Gwaran, no, if that were to be the case, hainu diktoni, that's why the Mishnah already said, If let's say the brothers went ahead and did marry Did Yibum instead of Khalita, Yaitziu, you need to divorce them. Why? Bishlam Marisha makes sense. The first widow. If you marry her, you gotta get divorced. Why man We say to the husband, Excuse me, what right did you have to go take this woman? We told you the Halacha is don't marry her. Why'd you marry her? What are you doing? We told you already. You cannot mad. Okay, so you say, no. So get rid of her. But the second woman, the second brother, the second woman, Omar, you know what the second brother could say? Listen. <laughs> he could look at them and say, listen, how do you know I married the second widow? Maybe I married the first widow. You don't know that. Okay? You can't tell me that I for sure did, uh, did an Avera here. Prove it. And Mimela, maybe we should say, he could actually hold on to the marriage. But the Mishnah says, you cannot. So you see, that our Mishnah is not talking about a case where you don't know. Because if you wouldn't know, the halakha of the Mishnah wouldn't make sense. Says the Gemara. Very nice. And now we explained, why Rabbi Echinon, since he had no other way to come back, and wiggle out of the question, you know what he had to say? That's what Rabbi Echinon said, you know, very nice, you're quoting this Mishnah, but... Achoyais, the Mishnah about sisters, any idea of Mishnah, I, I, I don't know who the author is, I don't need to follow it, I'm, I'm not done. Alright, period. That's the bottom line. Gavaldik, okay. So ultimately, we have a Mishnah, it does not work out with Rabbi Echanan, but Rabbi is saying, I don't know who the author is, I don't need to follow it. Okay. Gavaldik. Two dots. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, again, in, in uh, the beginning of our parak. If one of the sisters, one of the two, the, the two, uh, widows who are sisters, uh, is forbidden on one of them, Isser Erva. Okay? So, Aser Ba U Ba Achaisa Aser, Bishteya. Okay? So the first brother is not allowed to marry her, but he's allowed to take her sister. The other brother, brother number four, we're gonna call him, uh, we'll call him, uh, Yehuda. Okay, Yehuda is not allowed to marry anybody. Now let's explain the case again. Even though we explained it in the Mishnah, let's re-explain. This is gishmak very, very straightforward. Reuven and Shimon are married to sisters. Reuven and Shimon die. Fine. Reuven's wife was Levi's mother-in-law. For example. Okay. At some point, she had been Levi's mother-in-law. Levi had had been married to her daughter, Chvesh. So does Levi now have two women falling to him as Yavamas? No. Only Shimon's wife is falling to him as Yavamas. See, he can actually marry Shimon's wife Mm -hmm. because there's no issue here of two women being Zokot to him. Salevi so has an option of Yibam, but Yehuda doesn't, because Yehuda has no Arias to the two sisters. And they're not his mother in law. So he has a problem. Two sisters are falling to him and Yibam. So he'll have to, if he's doing it, he has to do chalitza on both. Okay? Or choose which one to. Yeah, he'll do chalitza on both. Okay. Kabbaldik says the Gibbara. Salka, Daitin, we thought to say that when does this alacha apply? The case of the mother in law is when Ru'uvain's wife, the mother in law of Levi, died first. And now the second wife is falling to Levi. That's when Levi's let him marry the second wife. Why can't the fourth brother, Yehuda, now do Yibum? Here's here's how it would work. Listen to this. It's amazing listen to this okay. tell Levi like this you do yibum on Shimon's wife who's not your mother-in-law right? he's allowed to do that mm-hmm. Levi's allowed to marry Shimon's wife so let's say to Levi marry Shimon's widow chamoso and now your mother-in-law who you were forbidden to is still going to be there and she can marry Yehuda why? Because what's Rabbi Yehchanan's opinion? Rabbi Yehchanan's opinion is that at once a woman was permitted and then forbidden and then permitted again. You could go that you could follow that route and marry her. According to you, Rabbi Yehchanan, if you would be correct, we're challenging him. Rabbi Yehchanan, if you would be correct, why does the mission say Yehuda has to do chalitz on both? Tell Levi to do yibum on Shimon's repudium. And then all that's left is Reuven's Rebbitson who Yehuda's allowed to marry. She's permitted them again. Gavalt, Gavalt, Gekasha. Challenge on her Answer the Gemara. Amar Okay, you're right. That would work. However, guess what? Shimon's Rebbitson, Shimon's widow, became the Yavama first. Hence, when Reuven's wife, whose lady's mother-in-law, uh, became a widow she, from the moment she fell, there was already an issue, to Levi, side, uh, um, uh, not sigh Levi, I'm sorry, Levi's still okay, because his mother-in-law doesn't fault him in Yibam, but Yehuda's gonna have the problem, because, um, uh, Levi's mother-in-law is falling to him second, so as soon as she falls, she has an intrinsic problem of being the sister, and that's why, uh, the Mishnah says, that he must, uh, he, that he's gotta do Yibam on both, okay, Kevaldik, Two dots again. Mm-hmm. Reb Eliezer Oymar, Reb Eliezer says that Beishamai Oymarim, Beishamai says, Vechulu. now remember, Beishamai was lenient over here, Beishamai says, even though you shouldn't marry them initially, if you do, you're not going to divorce them. Okay. Tanya. Belant in Ebrei'sim, Belant in Ebrei'sim. Reb Eliezer Oymar says, Beishamai Oymarim Yekaimu. Beishamai says, if the brothers went ahead and married these two sisters. They keep, them. and Bissol says, we forced them to divorce." Shimon Shimon says, like Bishamai. Okay, Abishol says that listen, that you know it, it's not really going to work out because. Um. I lost the place. I'm sorry. That actually, um, Beis Hillel is the one who's being lenient over here. Why? Beis Shammai is saying that you could stay married. Beis Hillel says you got to get divorced. Abishol says, by the way, Beis Hillel is being, He's being lenient by telling me to divorce them. Why? says you're obligated to divorce. He switches around the opinions. He says instead of saying machmir, and says you're obligated to to uh, get divorced. Switch around the opinions. Beisol says you're allowed to stay like that. Okay. come on. Says when Reb Shimon says that you're allowed to hold on to that if they went if their brothers went ahead and married these women, they don't need to divorce them. Who's he following? if he's following Beishamai, Hainu Rebbe Lezer. So Reb was in our mission. was quoting Beishamai like that. So what's he adding exactly? Okay. and if Reb Shimon is being mekel by allowing them to stay like Abishol's opinion that Beishol is mekel, so then Hainu Abishol, he's saying the same thing at Abishol. So the Gemara is asking Akasha on, on a Reb Shimon, what exactly does Reb Shimon want to teach me? What's he, what's he coming to do? And for the Gemara, Hachikomar, third opinion. first we thought Beissel said he got a divorce then we thought Beissel says no you're allowed to stay together and now Reb Shimon comes along and says by the way both Beissel and Beissel agree that even though we tell the brothers they should do chalitza but if they went ahead and married the sisters everyone agrees taka you're allowed to stay so Reb Shimon's arguing on Reb Eliezer and he's arguing on Abashol." about Peshami and Hillel's opinion, Givaldic. period, two dots, Merdik. Next part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, This was the case we just mentioned previously, where Levi, one of the sisters, was Levi's mother-in-law. Okay, so she was an erva to him, and therefore he only has one of the wives falling to him in Yiba. Says the Gemara, listen, two Reuven and Shimon married two sisters. Sister number one falls to Levi. She's Levi's mother in law. Okay? So, we say, well, what's the Chiddush? That she doesn't fault him in Yibam. Says Gemara, that's not a Chiddush, I already know that. Yeah, for sisters of Yibam, you do either Yibam or Chalitza. Okay? So, why is our Mishnah going through this halacha again? Okay? Because again, what was Mishnah? Where a guy's got two brothers, he doesn't have any kids, and these uh, these two brothers, the two brothers don't have kids. They die. The sisters fall to him. One of them is Erva. That's exactly our case. Says we want to know I need both halachas. The Ashminan Hassam, If the Mishnah would have only given us our other case, I would say I would say there's no need to make a decree that you might come to do Yibam on the second one. Okay. But listen to this. Over here, where there's not one brother that two sisters are falling to, there's two brothers that two sisters are falling to. So, you know what? Maybe I would say, we need to be more concerned. That's gonna be shtick here. I would say, let's make a gzera that the reason why the first brother who has an erva, um, even he should not be allowed to do yibam. Because if he does yibam, the second one's gonna do yibam. So, I would say that he shouldn't do Yibam either, and therefore, it's a Chiddush. You understand? Let's let's repeat this. Let, let's say this outside. Is Levi allowed to do Yibam? In our case, yes. Levi was allowed. Why? Because one of the wives was his mother-in-law, so she's not a Yibam. Only one woman fell to him, so two sisters never fell to him in Yibam because other sister was his mother-in-law. Okay, therefore, only one woman. He's allowed. To. Yehuda is not allowed to. Says Gemara, was i Ah, tell you Maybe I would say, since Yehuda's not allowed to, let's tell Levi also he's not allowed to. Because if we t- let Levi do Yibam, Yehuda's going to think he can do on the second one. Hmm. I would think to make a zero like that. And if we would have only had the, the halacha of a Mishnah, where two sisters fell to two brothers, I would say, Listen, the second brother is here showing us that you can't, take two sisters in Ibam, even when there's two brothers, but in the case where there's one brother and two sisters fall to him, I would say that even if one of them is an Arias, you're not allowed to marry any of them because people are going to think, still you're marrying going to. they may not know, that the other woman was your mother-in-law, and that's why you have Yibam on the second wife. So maybe they'd be mocked. maybe people are going to learn the halacha the wrong way. It's fascinating, beautiful message. How careful we need to be with our actions so other people don't, don't stumble, don't come to sin. And therefore, I need both halachas. Again, I need the mission to teach me that when two sisters fall to one man, there's halita. And I need the, the mission to teach me when there's two sisters fall to two brothers, also, the first brother is allowed to do, uh, do Yibam, on which everyone's not an erva to him, but the second one's got chalitza. Period, two dots. Okay. Now we're going to enter the third case of our mission beginning the parak, and that was Isser mitzvah. Okay. Where you have two sisters, they fall to two brothers, but because of mitzvah, a dinder or because of Kedusha, you're not allowed to marry them. Okay? So we said, what do we say? What's the halacha? Chalitza. You do chalitza and you don't do Yibam. Says the Gemara, the same type of question we asked before. Why do I need our Mishnah to teach me that when a woman falls to you in yibim, but you're prohibited to her because of Adindarabonim, Shneel Arayas, for example, or you're forbidden to her because of Kedusha, that you're obligated to do Chalitza. Hanami Tanina. We already learned that elsewhere in a Mishnah. we will turn to Amr, Amr Beis. What do we learn in a mitzvah in our Mishnah? Mitzvah, Kedusha. If a woman falls to you in ibum, but there's something standing in the way, either there's a rabbinic prohibition or a kedusha issue, what's Allah? I already know that earlier from a Mishnah in the earlier parak. Why do you gotta repeat the same thing over here? And Lemaisa, we could have, we we knew this when we read the mission beginning of our parak, our Ba'achim, and we got the case number. You we were like, oh, by the way, kedusha mitzvah. We were already familiar with that from a from last week. That if a woman falls to you, but she's forbidden because of kedusha for like a divorcee to a Kayim, that there is an that <laughs> chalitza needs to be done in o yibah. The so says no. Hashem, is mitzvah lechuda. Earlier on in the Masechta, we learned that when a woman falls to you for a for a mitzvah she's falling to you as one yavama your one brother dies leaving behind a wife his brother could he marry her well let's see if that wife was ever previously divorced she can't marry a guy so sort of, right, uh, well, I shouldn't have married a kohen because then she wouldn't be allowed to marry her husband either. Okay, so she shouldn't have married her husband. That would be one case. Or a better example is going to be, you know, a, a widow to a god godol Let's say the brother was a kohen godol so now he's got this iser kedusha, but the other brother was a was a, a kain. Okay, so that that was dealing deal with a simple case. But hacha iser mitzvah chaysa Over here, you have a woman who's the iser mitzvah as well as. Her sister. Now, why is her sister Usher? Because of Achay So, I would have thought to say, Erva, that the, the prohibition of the derabanon should come and take the place of the Iser Erva. We'll see why. How could a Dirabanon override a Diraisah? Just hold on. But this Yabim, maybe I would say, and therefore it lets us know that the Dirabanon doesn't override the Erva. Says the Gemara, what? override the erva, but yabim, you, you, I would have thought to do Yibam. I don't understand something. When she became uh, what she felt to him. There was an Isra erva biblically. He's yeah, it's, it's got to it come to a problem of, of uh, encountering. In other words, doing the Avera of The sister of Izzukuk. What is, that doesn't make any sense. If the Maizah, they're going to be user What's the Havamina? What's the thought? I would have thought to say, I would have said like this. Because of the mitzvah of Yibum, the Rabbanon are gonna say that Achai Zikukasai Bimakai mitzvah, is allowed. Therefore, the Mishnah lets us know that it's not allowed, Achai Zikukosai, even Um, uh, You know uh, Even uh, with the mitzvah Is going to be forbidden Gevaldic Two dots Okay Next part of the Gemara Is the next part of the Mishnah The Mishnah said Okay this was actually um, The easiest case And let's explain outside What was in the Mishnah Reuven and Shemin are married to sisters They died childless Levi and Yehuda are now the, the uh, now have two Yavama's fall to them. Now listen closely. There's no issue of being, of Achow Zikukaso, of being my the sister of a Zakkuk, to either of them. You know why? Because one of the widows happens to be Levi's mother in law, and one of the widows happens to be Yehuda's mother in law, the other one. So in such a case, where one widow punked was Levi's mother previously. Another one punked was Yehuda's mother. Huh? Does either one have two sisters falling to him? No. You only have the woman who was not your mother-in-law falling to you. So what do we say in that case? Each one should do yibum on the appropriate wife. And Shalom al Yisra. So here we go. Says the Gemara... Why do I got to mention this case? What's the difference if you have two sisters, one's an erva to one guy, where we said you could do yibum, Or two sisters fall to two guys and they're ervas to either one, you could also do yibum. There's no added chiddish. There's no added chiddish. As long as I know, here's the Gemara's kasha. as long as I know that when two women fall to you but one's an erva, you could do Chalitza on the other one. Two sisters fall to you, one's an erva. Could I do Yibam on the other one? Yeah. As long as I know that, why do you got to say, oh, two brothers, each one has an arayis, so you could do Yibam. Yeah, because each one has that same exact circumstance. What's the Adah it Says, Gemara no tricha. I need that. bin if you would have only given the case where you have two sisters falling to one guy, and one of the sisters is an erva to him. Okay? So I would say, mishum da'ikash de demuchach. I would say, that you know, you, there's a, a second brother who, by not marrying, is showing the circumstance. But when there's no second brother who's showing us that you're supposed to refrain from marriage, because over here, what's going to happen? is going to have marry the wife who's not his mother in no? law, and Yehuda is going to marry the wife who's not a mother. So they're both going to ultimately do Yibam. See, people aren't going. People may think, "Hey, two sisters can marry two brothers." There's nobody withholding from a yibum to show me that Arias are forbidden. They're both going to end up doing yibum on a woman who was permitted. Say I would say we should be machmir. Okay, And if I would have only given the case of our mishnah, I would say other The two brothers are going to prove for each other. That why there's no problem because Levi will marry the one who's not as mother-in-law. Ruben marry the one who's not as mother Everybody will understand. Avli right. In other case, I would say no. Therefore, tzricha, we need that added chiddush as well. Beautiful. Okay. Two dots. Says the Gemara Veiter, quoting the Mishnah Zui Amru. This is the case where we say, and this was a very powerful, powerful message. And this is a statement that the Gemara is going to go through right now. And it's going to take us until the next Mishnah. Let's look back at the Mishnah. And see the expression in its totality. Alright. Let's all turn back. Says the Mishnah like this. This is uh, the last line of the Mishnah. On Chavav Amud Aleph. 26a. Okay. Right before we start the Gemara in the new parak. So the last line of the Mishnah. We all have the place. I'll give you another moment. Last line of the Mishnah was... "Vizuhi she'amru. And this is the case which it's said about... Achosa, the sister of an Arias. Kishehi yevimta, when she becomes your Yavama. What's the halacha? Let me ask you a question. The sis- two sisters fall to two brothers. One's an Arias. So the sister who's not the Arias, what's the halacha? Could I do yibum or Chalitza? Both. One. I could do both. I could do either one, right? right, right because she, she's the sister of, my, of an erva. So right. she's really the only lady falling. So again, this is when we say Achosa, the sister of the erva. Kishehi yavimta. If she becomes your yavama, ocho omes yavemes. you can either do yibum or Chalitza. Okay, good. Ball. Period. That's the statement. And now the Gemara is going to go to town. Seems like a simple enough statement. Ha I guess not. Ignorance is bliss. Here we go. Let's tear this apart. Says the Gemara, Zuhi. This is the case, which means there's no other case, or at least there's cases we're certainly excluding. Zuhi la mutimai. This, what's it going to exclude? It's coming to exclude a case where the sisters are not nariyas on the brothers, but they're only usser Midraban. In a case where the sisters are usser midrabanon, then we're going to say, what? Well, you do chalitza, not Yibam. Straight up. Now you got to do chalitza because midraiyasa, so you're still connected. Since midrabanon, now let them marry, so do chalitza. Says the Gemara Hassu Lamali. Why do I need that that halacha? isn't it the same halacha as we mentioned before as well? That when you have a woman who falls to midrav bonah, you got to do chalitz without ibo mali the chad mali the tray. Same type of question we had before. We had we had a case where two sisters fall to one brother. One had a nisser mitzvah on her, right? So we said, oh, now you got to do chalitz on both. All right, what about the one who had no problem? Yeah, but your sister has a, only has a Drabun the issue, so she's still connected to me. Midar they got the halitz on both. Same thing with two. Says Gamara. No, Maltema. I would have thought to say, Mi loy, ki uki iser, mitzvah, makam iser, erva. When do we say, when, ki loy When do we not say, uki iser mitzvah. Establish the prohibition of the mitzvah, in place of the iser erva, which is what we mentioned earlier, that is that's when there's a svara. there's a logic to say they got to make a decree because if i do on the first one the second one might uh, you might do yibum and that's us awesome. if there's no reason to make a xer because of a second brother ema would say lahayu kimna kimna uliavu and each one should be allowed to do yibum Kamash the missel lets us know that even in such a case Chalitza only gvaldik the name of And agreed. In every case of our Mishnah, the beginning of Yavamas, I can say about all fifteen cases, a sister that's forbidden to one of the Yavams, is going to be mutter to a different brother, meaning. Just because she's also to one brother, because of an erva she was his mother-in-law, grandma, uh, you know, uh, whatever, doesn't mean that another brother's going to have the same problem. Even though the brother won't. <laughs> he could also apply the statement of <laughs> her sister. Because she's also, or Okay, now what does that mean? Is going through the list of our mission. This is something we learned earlier. Remember, we divided the 15 cases, go through, through the first six, and afterwards, the is learning that this statement, which applies, asur is going from the case of, of Chameisah, his mother-in-law, to the end of the Mishnah. But the first six cases of the Mishnah, before we got to the mother-in-law, it does not apply the case of Asura Liza, Okay, my time, why? Because we find the case where you could have somebody's daughter through, how she your daughter? Not through marriage, but through raping, violating against her will this girl's mother. That's not, that halacha doesn't apply by marriage. Okay? Doesn't apply by marriage. So, therefore, if the, um, since this is not the case, so the Mishnah is talking about Nisuin. But if it's marriage, then it's not dealing with the case of Ainsen. It's not going to be dealing with the case of violating against her will. Okay, now what does this mean? This is case number one. Case number one was the case of Bita'i. The case of the daughter, which we explained already earlier in the Masechta, the case of Bitoi is not talking about a simple where she was married to your daughter, where, where this is the daughter of your wife. You are married to her mother. Rather, you were never married to her mother. And the mission is letting us know that even your daughter, who's out of wedlock from a different, you know, it wasn't through marriage, is going to be user. So the question is, when we said Asura Lizeh, Mutaris Lizeh, it can't be applying to your daughter. Because Asura Lizeh is not going to be Mutaris Lizeh in that case. Okay? So, therefore, it's only starting from the case of Khamaysa. The Abaye Mitargim, because the other five cases, by the way, following the case of the daughter, are all connected to that type of daughter relationship. Okay. The Abaye Mitargim Afbitoi, but says no. That statement could even apply to a daughter, ba'anusai through a violation, through a force, through a rape. Kivan dashkuchi since you can find the case in the following scenario. If you want to tell me that we actually are dealing with out of wedlock situations, so then, tehave, that's fine. And if you want to say we're dealing with only marriage situations, tehave, that is fine. Meaning, as long as you can find a case where bitai makes sense in the halacha of the Mishnah, you, there's no need to establish it, davka, out of wedlock. You could say it applies to marriage as well. Okay. So, even so, says Abaye, you should know I don't agree that that statement can apply to the entire Mishnah because listen to this case. This is a case we know about, right? One of the cases in the Mishnah was the unborn brother. The brother who was not yet born at the time of the Yibum, that statement doesn't apply. Only according to Reb Shimon, you could find such a case of by two, by two, uh, yeah, by the two Yavamos. But according to the case, the Rabbanon, you don't find it. But like and and uh, without including that case, because as we explained earlier, we never listed in the Mishnah. Cases of a Cases of an argument Now let's explain what's happening over here If you have Two brothers that are married Okay So we said a, Any brother that's married Once uh, I'm sorry Any brother that's born Once his older brother Had died So the, the widow Is not his Yavama. She is ayesha's achir She is usher to you as a sister-in-law. Okay? So she's ushered to him, no matter what. Rav Shimon holds that it depends when the child was born. He says like this. Rav Shimon says, if the child was born after his brother died, but before an older brother did iba or Khalitza, there's still a connection. Okay? And if she were to marry, however, if she were to marry, if the second brother would do yibum on her, yeah. guess what happens? You ready for this? She's capable of marrying Aisha Again, let's explain this. Clark, Reuven dies childless. Reuven dies childless. Shimon does yibum. Levi's born. Shimon dies. Can Levi do yibum on Shimon's wife? Says Rabbi Shimon, yes. Aye, she was Reuven's wife. And she's your sister-in-law from that marriage. Says Rabbi Shimon, it doesn't matter. When you came into the world, all you know is she's Shimon's wife. Not Reuven's problem. So she's Shimon's Yibam. And you were born already born at the time that... Shimon was alive. Shimon was alive at the same time as you. So now that he died, there'd be a chi uh, of Yibam or Chalitza. Okay. So we're going to see how according to Rabbi Shimon, it's possible that if you have two sisters who fall to two brothers, each one's going to have an Eshah Sakhav Shalheu Baylamai. Outside of Rabbi Shimon, it makes no sense. Because if you think about the logic, uh, think about this, cover. If you think about the logic, is it possible that you can have two widows and two brothers and each widow is a to only one brother? No, it's not possible. Because as soon as the first widow has an what are you going to say? Oh, it's, it's just the, 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 that brother that was born, there's another brother already here. Then he's, he's not your So how do you ever find the case where two brothers are both going to be but only to one of the sisters. So, the we'll, we'll, Gemara is going to explain this soon. Listen, to this is fascinating. We're going to cover the beautiful metargim, And Rav Safra explains, We can even be dealing with the case of the two sisters fell. You can have a case of six brothers, and it works out according to Rabbi Shimon. We're about to explain the case. The Simanich, and the way to remember the case is as follows. Ready? Mace. A brother died, Nailad, A brother was born. The Yibim did Yibim. Mace, a brother died, Nailad, A brother was born. The Yibim, and Yibim was done. All right, let's get into the case. Gishmak. Reuven v'shimin nesuwen achaye. So far, so good cover, right? Reuven and Shimon are each married to two sisters. Levi v'Yehuda nesuwen shte nachreyes. Levi are married to two other women. Okay. Mase reuven. Reuven dies. Got it? Reuven dies. His childless, his wife is falling to who as a Yavama? As soon as he dies. Is she falling to Shimon? No. Because Shimon's married to her sister. So who's she falling to? Who's Reuven's widow falling to? Levi and Yehuda. Okay? Now listen to this. Nolad Yisachar A fifth brother is born Named Yisachar And Levi does Yibam on her The Yibam Levi Levi does Yibam Okay Mace Shimon Shimon now dies Now listen to this Gishmak Who's Shimon's wife Falling to in Yibam? Ruben's already dead Shimon's dying so his Rebetzin is going to fall to Yehuda and Yesachar, not Levi. Because again, Levi's married to Shimon's wife's sister. He's the one who did Yibam on her sister. So now he's married to her sister. So she's not falling to him and Ebam. And now, Meis Shimon, Shimon dies, and Noilad Zavulan, Zevulun gets born. The Yibam Yehuda, and Yehuda's now marrying the sisters. So you have Yesachar and Yehuda now married to sisters. Uh, Levi, Levi and Yehuda Married to sisters, instead of Reuben and Shimon being married to them, Levi Yehuda married to them. Die the so die and now Levi Yehuda died childless. And these widows are not fond. And these are amazing. Guess what? Gosh, what just happened. Each one only has one brother. At the time of her... Hence, it's Shaykh It's possible to have two sisters, but there's only one. Is, 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 by and one of the remaining brothers. They're allowed to do yibum. Says the Gemara. One second. Why do we need that? Yehuda did yibum. Even if Yehuda didn't do yibum, we're going to say she's also to the because she wasn't born yet. It says no. Mishum Because the, uh, we, we want to add that case and teach me the Kiddush of a tzar. Okay, fine. The first case, the first mission was talking about tsaris, so we wanted to apply tsaris here too. It says, fine. says, tsar the Okay, why do you gotta mention why you mention that? Just keep the story going and it heads over to God and Usher as well. Period. End of that Gemara. Beautiful. Okay. Next Mishnah. Achin. Instead of having four brothers. We now have three brothers. Two of the three brothers are married to sisters. Isha Ubita, or one's married to a mother, the other one's married to a daughter. Ubasbita, one's married to a, 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 a woman and her granddaughter. A Isha Ubasbina, or a woman and her granddaughter through her son. Here'ilu So these are veloy and not Yibam. Why? They're also because of Zakukasai. And zik- and uh, uh, Erva of a Zikukasai is also midr And Shimon, there. Shimon says, no, you don't even need to do Khalitza, as we're going to see. He holds, there's no, the, the, we never enter the category of Yibam. If one of the women is also to the remaining brother, as Mamish and Erva. So Aser ba Umotr so you allowed to marry her sister. They didn't both uh, they didn't fall to you in Yibim. Only one fell to you in Ibim. Isar mitzvah a Yisr Kedusha if one falls to him with an Isr mitzvah. Uh, or because of Isir Kadusha, Khaled Misyabma, so then Midr Araisa, he has two sisters following him and Ibim. And therefore he's got to do Khalitza and not Yibim. Says the Gamaratani limited the Bryce Rub Shimpa Vishtehem, Bina Khalitza Omina Yibam, Shinamar Vishala Khaisa, Klitzrar, Bishashana Sutaro Zulazu if they're going to end up being tsars to each other you're not allowed to marry either one of them if one of the widows was married to him I'm sorry one of the widows was related to their remaining brother through an erva she was his mother-in-law whatever it was says Gemara again we, we give this case many times why does Mishnah gotta list this same thing as the earlier Mishnah Says the Gemara of the Rabshiman Nitre, because God will me the Kiddish of Rabshiman. So the other Khamin Abra thought to say, ovam, so, in our Mishnah says, No, there's no Yibra Khalitz on either says That's a So I would say, Ligzart, we should make a decree that even if one of them is the Arayis, don't take anyone. Because maybe, if you allow mother-daughter, people are going to think that's mother have sisters. It's Kamash Malan. The Mishnah lets us know we're not concerned. Peseder. Not with that, uh, Ribshim is not concerned. And even the one who's, even the sister who's not in Erva, um, is going to be mutter in Yibum, period. Okay, Bezem, tomorrow we will pick up from Isser Mitzvah, the Chulu, when there's a prohibition through a Mitzvah, and fit, wrap up the explanation of this Mishnah. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.